As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. When I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Welcome to the Sif Spoil for It Chapter 2. Uh, Andrew and I have stuck around and we're going to chat more about the movie, but this time with a few spoilers. Um, where do you want to start on this? Uh, well, I'm going to leave that up to you. Do you want to okay. go with like book spoilers? Yeah. Do you want to? Okay. I mean, this is the most, the things I'm most interested in is understanding what's going on in this story. I want to understand the tokens. I want to understand why there's this magic box that isn't a magic box that he was just lying about all of a sudden, like, and then, and, but then they still have a way to kill him apparently by making him tiny and then like taking his heart out and crushing it. Like, I, is it an actual creature? Um, or does it just appear like is at what points are we looking at the actual it and at what points are we looking at, you know, how he controls people's minds or do you understand what I'm saying? Like, yeah. I don't think the movie makes very clear at all any of that stuff. I am your go to. If you just give me a question, I'll give you the answer then. What, was up, with, what was up with the tokens? So because that just seemed like this to me seemed like a really uh drawn out split everybody up and 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 not only that but i didn't understand like what tokens they were going for did the tokens have to mean something what did they have to mean what makes a good token and then to find out later in the movie i'm sorry it's all tied together i know i'm just supposed to ask one question at a time Mm -hmm. but then you find out later in the movie it was all nonsense anyway was it nonsense did it mean something was it important like i just i help me understand the the mythos of the tokens (laughs) They're not in the book. Okay. <laughs> Great. <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. It, that this, whole thing is completely absent from the this, book. The whole entire thing the movie rests on, yeah. or at least we think it's resting on, is not in the book anywhere. This uh, this leads into the whole, uh, we don't like your ending sort of thing. Okay. Because I'm going to say some things and just know everything I'm saying is something Stephen King wrote. So it may sound gross, and you may be like, oh my gosh, as as, Andrew, why? As long as what? you don't talk about the orgy at the end of uh, part one. <laughs> that's that's it. That's what it's about? The kids, the yeah, that child what? orgy thing. Yeah. Um, that is to replace, the tokens are to replace that. What? Yeah. How is that even, that doesn't make any sense. Don't ask me Wait, what's... so the adults come back and have another orgy? No. To kill it? No. Okay, well then how does it have anything to do with the tokens? They just... Because they there has to be some reason that binds them to not only uh, have the ability to remember, uh-huh. but also to 
attack Pennywise. But see, the movie doesn't make it seem like the tokens make them remember. They're already remembering stuff before the tokens. This was more like um, they knew they would forget once they left Derry because all the adults in Derry forget. Forget, So they're like, we need something to uh, bind us all together so we all remember. So And them doing the orgy thing. So, okay, so, I, I mean, maybe, kind of, that doesn't really make sense to me, but... It doesn't make sense, but it makes a lot more sense than tokens, as, <laughs> as gross as, as it is. Yeah, I, I mean, it, it almost doesn't make sense to me how to even connect those two, but uh, let me ask you this. So, Beverly found the poem, the ripped-up poem. Yeah. Okay? Uh, that was her token that she threw in the, the thing. Yeah. Um, uh, help me go down the line. Eddie threw his inhaler in? Yes. Okay. That was his... Token, yeah. Even though he's had an inhaler, are we talking about just for the movie? Just yeah. right now, okay. Just for so, the movie. So then, Bill had his uh, brother's uh, boat. You know, yes. The SS, uh, which SS Georgie. Which again, was he going looking for? They were all sent to look for their tokens. He just kind of stumbled across technically the sewer and technically was, silver the bike was supposed to be his token. So he thought he was getting silver, but he ended up getting the boat. Yeah. Okay. Can you see how this movie, like, it's just, it just feels so like the plot is just yeah. so cut up and it's hard to figure out what stuff means. Okay, so those, so those, and then I don't remember the other character names, um, but you've got Bill Hader. Bill Hader's was the, uh, it had something to do with the, uh, the fisherman lumberjack thing, didn't it? Oh, it was I, I the don't token. Know. It was I, the, uh, I don't the game token. The game token. Oh, yeah, from an arcade. He just yeah. went and got a game token from an arcade. Yeah. Is is he supposed to be gay? Yes. Okay. I mean, I think, I mean, yeah, barely. I, I saw an article about it. I, I mean, I mean, barely, it was, right? It was like, intentional. But at, but, but at the end, I mean, I guess it's not just at the end, but, I mean, he carves in yeah. the name of, because he's in love with Richie? Eddie. Or Eddie, and Eddie dies, right? Yeah. So what's fascinating about that is the movie doesn't do anything with that. Yeah. It just it tries to make it this thing at the end when it hasn't really been part earned of. It. Yeah, it hasn't earned it really. It didn't feel like it. Yeah. I will say uh, at the beginning of this movie, there's a, a couple guys kissing, and two people next, uh, the person two people next to me immediately was doing that thing where it's like, ooh, gross, you know, that kind of thing, and mm-hmm. I just. Uh, it's one of those things. Welcome and, to 2019. I know, yeah. right? And and I'm going and I'm going fine. And then just a few seconds later, one of the guys in that couple makes a a crack or whatever, and he's laughing his butt off. And I'm just yeah. like, you're like, peop, we don't see our own disconnects yeah. sometimes. But anyways, um, I, I wondered if he saw himself in like the bully characters, the mm. you know. Any, I don't know. Sometimes yeah. that kind of stuff makes me think about that, but that is beside the point of what we're talking about. Yeah, but yeah, no. I was at the end. I was like, okay, so he's gay. So yeah. what? <laughs> like, I it's, mean, it's supposed to build into the loss of Eddie, yeah. right? But we don't know it in time until after. to feel that. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. That's, that's really weird. Um. So, if I remember correctly, the ritual of Chud or Chewed, as they say in this movie, which is not in the book. Oh, it is. But okay, so it's, that's in the book. The, it's called that. But if I remember correct, it's been a very long time since I've read the book. Okay. And I think that the Ritual of Chud is different. I think it has something to do with them meeting Maturin. 
the giant turtle. Which <laughs> <laughs> not which is not in the movie. Which is not in the movie, yeah. Um and that's how they find out about what Pennywise wants and why he's in dairy, why he's on Earth at all. Which is? Is it more than just to eat yummy children? Yeah, um, because he wants <laughs> Because to, that's all the movies yeah. tell us about. Yeah, exactly. And and I can see from like that standpoint of like why is he even there. Yeah. Yeah. Um, because he is a child of the prim, which is like this evil realm of shadows where monsters rule. Is it just possible that this story is too much? It's just not... You're just not able to do it? In movie form, in a pleasing way, like is it just is it is it possible the the you know that you need like three three hour movies like Lord of the Rings to actually tell this story or you know you know what I'm saying like I don't know I just I I was so confused by so much of this movie. There's so much in this. If you wanted to make a true obviously okay, I take the back. You can't make a you know true page for page adaptation of this, but um, that would be problematic. That would be problematic. <laughs> yeah, um, I think that Stephen King has he gets away because he's just done it for so long with a level of ridiculousness that huge fans of his understand, but the mass audience probably doesn't know about okay. like you probably had no idea about the giant turtle match you're in no and it sounds weird doesn't it of it sounds, course but if you if you like follow the whole stephen king you know multiverse you know is it matron or matron matron okay not matron Mat- okay matron. i wondered if it was a play on mother that's no. all yeah um he actually has a really funny line that actually like gave me like i had to pause and think for a second about it made me understand how insignificant humanity is because uh, as they're talking to matron he says hello my name is matron and the great turtle i created the universe please don't blame me i had a belly ache <laughs> and i'm like oh okay so that's just how insignificant we are right but um the reason why pennywise is eating fear is it, is that's what gives him strength not on, not eating children he does that for sustenance eating the fear of the children like feeding off of terror mm-hmm. makes him stronger and he wants to kill matron the creator of all he wants to be the, the destroyer of all so yeah there there is and we were talking earlier about the grotesqueness of this movie um there there are Two, three, two, two child murders or two child, like two moments where he lures in a child and eats them. Yeah. And you see it, you know, I mean, maybe not the whole thing, but him biting the head of the girl. Yeah. Was just too much for me. I was just, I mean, it's just, and maybe it's the kid thing. It could be the kid thing too. Sure. And him exploding the boy when, uh, was it Bill? That was across the, the the room of mirrors. Yeah. And was just right across from him and he basically just banging his head on the, yeah. So the, the See, head, I think, the head I think banging was interesting. I think that's hard on right. Yes, the head banging. I, I'm, the head banging is fine. I'm talking about the actual explosion of the child that I didn't need to see. Like you know, I, that's when I'm talking about the grotesqueness of horror movies that yeah. some people find interesting or enjoy. That's the stuff that I don't. And so that moment in the podcast where I was, you know, like 
this movie is more grotesque and, and all those kind of things. Mm-hmm. That's the kind of stuff I'm talking yeah. about. The reason why Pennywise attacks children as opposed to adults is because their level of fear is, I guess, tastier. I think that's what he says. Mm-hmm. Like ch- children's fear is more delicious than adults' fear, or something like that. Yeah. But um, by the way, here's something we didn't talk about on the the show proper. I don't think, but I think the first movie, Chapter One, is uh, much more metaphorically interesting than this one is too. I, I think the stuff about adolescence and growing up and how their fears relate to that is much more present in that first movie. I just I didn't pick, and it's probably there somewhere. It probably is, but I didn't pick up on it as much in Chapter Two. Do you think that this movie is just relying on you to like all of our metaphors and story arcs were in the first movie? Yeah. Now this is just the, now we're just going to try to scare you the yeah. same way horror movies have tried to scare people for years. Yeah. Yeah, that's um, what it felt like to me. The reason why he's so fascinated and interested in these kids, particularly, is because they beat him. Well. That, but you know, the reason why he chose them originally is because they shine. They have like oh, that's not in the movies anywhere, is it? No. Okay, but it's in the books. But that's a Stephen King thing. Yeah. Throughout his books. Yeah, they uh, shine. So yeah, that interests him. Yeah. Or they have, as it's called in the Dark Towers, the touch. You know. So I'm just gonna keep throwing questions at you, and I'm gonna throw answers. I hope that's okay. So the the chud thing is an actual thing that's in the book yes but it's different obviously yes because in this they put tokens in it they burn the tokens but there was a section that one of them crossed off so that they wouldn't see that actually when another who the native american tribe that did this yes they actually were killed by they pennywise. were killed by pennywise yeah so i i didn't buy for a second or understand how he still wanted him to go down there knowing that. And also, we've been told this important, but apparently it, it, none of it was important. It was all, was he working for Pennywise? Was he trying to get them down there to be eaten? No. Because what he says is, I was just, it was the only way I could think of to get us all down here. But once you're down there, why are you going through with the ceremony if you know it's going to kill you all? Like, I don't, I, I, I did not understand I that stuff. I think he says the reason, he believed the reason why the Native Americans' original um ceremony ritual didn't work is because they didn't truly believe okay i think he says i think that. i think you're right i think he does mention something like that yeah it, it, it seems like good information for everybody to have yeah <laughs> but maybe i don't know i it just the way the movie presents it is so it's sudden and rushed and and all that kind of stuff so here is the next part of this inquiry yeah when is pennywise an actual physical thing in front of them versus a uh, uh you know some sort of mental trick right because he's, the, he's always there that's always him if so he's no, 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 if, let, me, let me let me let me be let me try to be clearer then okay when all the blood happens in the bathroom for beverly when she's a kid yes right are you saying pennywise is the blood or is he making her see the blood and if he is the blood why can only they see it because Pennywise, he does have magical powers. Okay, so that's what I'm saying. Yeah. There, there is a part of what Pennywise can do that can make people see things. Yes. Right? So when is that not the case? Because, so was he actually a clown? Yes. That then actually turned into a crab spider yes. creature killer thing? Yes. So all that's 
actually there in front of them? If an adult was there, would they see that killer crab clown thing? I think so, yeah. So then Pennywise is also then, as a physical creature, is he bound by our rules of time and space? No. Okay, so that's why he can appear in one place and another, and he doesn't have to walk there or get there. Yeah. So if he's not bound by time and space, how in the world is he even ever vulnerable? Like, how is like, why is he becoming a big spider creature instead of just you know jumping behind them? Why, when he's like trying to get them in the the cave, doesn't yeah. he just? appear behind them yeah. as a different you know creature maybe a maybe a lumberjack with some chainsaws and yeah. <laughs> cut them to pieces you know what i'm saying like I, he could I, in the movie they don't but but why like i i guess i just you're asking I'm, me why andy muschietti didn't do that and that's a question you got to take up with him my answer is yes he could have okay yeah so yeah okay yeah, that's just that. It just feels like a bunch of nonsense. So, were you also asking about his vulnerability? Is that what you said? Yeah. So, okay. he, so this movie seems to indicate that if they can make him believe that he is nothing, that yes. he is small, yes. that he has no choice but to physically become small and powerless, and then they dig in and pull out a heart, yes, and squeeze it and kill him, yes. We're supposed to assume he's dead, yes. Okay. So uh, he doesn't have control over his own morphing. It can be controlled by others. Correct. Okay. All right. To an extent. He can understand what makes you afraid the most. Hence why, you know, he became the woman in the painting or the leper or, you know, all the things he created Mm -hmm. himself. Even the form of Pennywise. He is a being that does not have a original form. I think the spider demon thing, which isn't even in the movie, is like the closest represent- representation to what we can comprehend him to look like. He's a being of unimaginable horror that we can't perceive. Him becoming Pennywise is just so we can actually see him, really. Um, Since he feeds on fear and he is made more powerful by fear, then the opposite is also true. Him, uh, us being fearless in front of him, is a weakness. And that's actually in the book how they defeat him. They, um, They know, they just beat the living crap out of him. And uh, he dies that way. Hmm. Of them just punching him and hitting him and stuff like which that I in think adult is, form. Which I think is supposed to be a metaphor for squashing facing your own fears. Face, well, facing your childhood vulnerabilities yeah. and growing up and all that kind of stuff. Yes. I just don't think this movie acknowledges that hardly at all. I would agree with you on that front. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, uh, something before I forget. I said that there's a moment in this movie, that, unlike the first one, where I actually got chills down my oh, spine. Oh, yeah. Tell me about it. When uh, Richie saw the deadlights when bill Hader saw the deadlights when he's screaming where he just froze where he just froze and he just goes limp mm-hmm. that was, that was well just, done yeah well in in the design i guess i didn't also talk about another kind of positive again i was so distracted by all the things i hated but um <laughs> but i mean it, the visual effects in this are pretty astonishing like yeah. even even in that deadlights moment um 
you see that he has like a tunnel through his head yeah. and they're coming through his head through his, like I found that stuff fascinating and interesting. Um, so yeah, I, I, yeah, that moment was well done. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think so. Um, I'm trying to think if there's anything else I, I really need to pick your brain on, but I can't think of anything other than I will say the, the most ridiculous, am I watching a parody right now moment was the vomit was the vomit. And- yeah. What song was it? I forget. I think it was I Always Love You, wasn't it? No, I, it seemed like it was more of like a Don't Stop Believing. I mean, it wasn't Don't Stop Believing, but it seemed like it was more like a it was 80s something synth like that. pop yeah. kind of thing. It's just like, because this scene has been really fascinating, and, and it turns out to be the crucial information that he passes on to them at the end, right? Yeah. Where he's like, when I was choking this leper, which yeah. again... Is Pennywise. Th- is Pennywise, right? You're telling me that's actually physically Pennywise. Yes. So when he's choking this this leper, he's realizing that it's working. Yeah. And then it vomits on him profuse amounts of tar-like yeah. vomit, which have been acidic at other moments that we've seen it, but not burning him here or anything, just getting all over him. We've and seen it be acidic, but never on them. Right. And so he's doing this thing, and it's, and it's tense, and there's stuff going on, and then as soon as that vomit comes, like, not even a fade, just bam, right into this, like, synth pop chorus it was it was the most most jarring moment i almost thought somebody made a mistake i almost thought like somebody (laughs) accidentally bumped something in the projector room or i could not figure out what was going on and then it was played as you know humor at that point from that point on it was played like you know the wiping of his face and the you know backing away and all that kind of stuff um the other part with eddie that's played like Eddie, right? That was Eddie? Yes. That's played like that is the stabbing. from. And by the way, all that stuff with the old bully from school, mm-hmm. you know, coming back to like, can, can, can uh, Pennywise manifest actual objects? Yes. Okay. So he manifested the knife or got the knife to the actual knife to him. Yes. Somehow. Okay. So, um, so that, that stabbing. Pennywise the, is pretty much a god. The stabbing in the uh, god that children destroyed. Yes. Because all they had to do was tell him he's not a god. Yeah. Did, did I get that right? Literally, yes. Okay. That's exactly right. it. Yeah. Good to know. Why didn't you say that movie? Uh, all right. So the the stabbing the stabbing scene again played for humor. He gets stabbed in the cheek, yeah. right? And then and just, you can hear it clinking in his teeth, right? But he's not he's not screaming or anything. He's just you know. It's, yeah. it's like a slapstick thing, and he just kind of backs his th- way into I the... I think what the movie's trying to do is play it off as he's in shock. Oh, of course. Sure. I'm not saying that it works. Right. I'm just saying what the movie is intending. Right. I don't know. I just Those are a couple examples of the, the tone disparity that I just could not vibe with. I, could, I couldn't find my footing yeah. with this movie tone-wise. So... So yeah, I think that's... I, I mean, that's plenty of stuff. Was there anything else? Phil, did you see it, by the way? No. And okay, I can't co- tell by your responses. This conversation is one of the weirdest things that I've ever you Have you read the book or know anything about it? Yeah. No, I've never seen the 1990 miniseries or anything. It, I, or I the zero. 2017 movie? No. L- l- listening to our conversation on the spoilers <laughs> on It Chapter 2, does it give you... Are there any moments where you're like, oh, that no, might be interesting? I have no idea what you guys are talking about. <laughs> okay, well, here's the question for you. I've said I loved the first movie, and I really liked the second movie. Aaron has said he liked the first movie and hated the second movie. You, as an unknowing, know nothing about this property at all. Do you have any desire at all to see 
either of these movies. Uh, I might watch the first one. I, I, I don't know if I'll watch this one or not. I, Aaron and I sync up pretty well on horror, so um, I don't know. I don't know if I'll watch this one or not. If I like the first one and, and like, um, I mean, I think I'll fall in love with the actor that's playing it, but... Uh, oh, Bill Skarsgård. Yeah. Oh, he's so good. He, he well, there is good. a moment. There is a moment in this without the makeup too that that was oh. one of my favorite moments of the movie, if I had any, uh, because it the clawing. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. I would yeah. say if I if I watch the first one and I'm just kind of mediocre on it, I, I definitely won't watch the second one. But if I really like it, I, I might watch the second one. Does Pennywise or it want to kill these kids? Yes. I mean, so why didn't he? Because in the many, 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 many opportunities he had. Because they shine. Uh-huh. Are you, for the movie, I don't know okay, why. Thank you. For That's the, all I'm saying. But go ahead the, and tell me about the book. <laughs> for the movies, I don't know why. For I think what the movie is saying is he is feasting on their fear, and their fear is so delicious. And that's why he hasn't killed them. Because why would you? So it's like why would you kill the cow when you can get milk for free? Sort right, of thing? right, right, right. So like he's in, he's he's using them yes. for the delicious, delicious fear. Yes. So in that case, the question to the the answer to the first question is no. He doesn't want to kill them. He wants to feed off of them as for as long as he can until they're not afraid. Of until them they're anymore. not afraid, and then he'll gotcha. kill them. That makes sense. Yes. Where. That's why, you know, at the end of this movie, I think he's more prone to actually trying to kill them whenever he becomes the big spider thing. Okay. Um, but once they're not afraid of him, he's powerless. Yeah. So Well, they don't... I think he... I don't know. <laughs> okay, <laughs> fair in, enough. In, no, it's all right. In the book, um, because they shine, yeah. their fear would make him so powerful that he could kill Maturin. Okay. Yeah, it's and if Matron dies, then coming, the whole universe is gone. I am coming more and more to the belief that this is just a hard book to do, oh, yeah. even in two two and a half hour movies. You know, like even in five hours total. Like I feel like you may have needed like a legit yeah. Netflix series, yeah. ten episodes. I'm trying hour not to each. peel up this table, but I keep getting splinters. <laughs> <laughs> Will they make a third movie? Do you think? No. It's done. Oh, it's no, it? Yeah, it's the, they're done, done with the story, yeah. Okay. Done, McDone, done. Wow. I mean, if it's making a bunch of money for them, maybe they'll try to figure out a way to stay in this universe, and we'll see this gang when they're in their 60s. So I, I feel like the, the omission of the Matron thing is a, a big one. Like, a, a big, I don't know. I, li, listen, it feels it, like it's a mission of so many things uh, yeah. in so much mythos. Um, that it makes it almost impossible to understand. And that certainly is the experience I had was I just I was confused and I didn't like it and I didn't understand motives or plot stuff. So, yeah, yeah, I think that this is a movie where if you're original with the or familiar with the source material, it's much more accessible and you can fill in the holes. Well, I can tell you the last time I felt this strongly about that was Warcraft. Um, the Warcraft movie was the last time where I was like, me never having played Warcraft yeah. makes this movie almost unintelligible to me. Yeah. Um, Whereas Danae and I <laughs> right. were flipping out. Yeah. Actually, Danae and I, okay, just so you get an idea of how it was for Danae and I whenever we went and saw Warcraft, we uh, whenever they showed a place, 
we were telling Aaron how to get there. <laughs> like, so you're going to go through the yeah. Elwyn Forest. Once you get to Goldshire... Giving directions. Yeah, we, we were giving directions. Like, if you get to the Red Ridge Mountains, you've gone too far. you got to go back to Goldshire, go north, and then you're in Stormwind. And by the way, everything I just said right now... Was true. Was true. That is absolutely true. Yeah. Uh, if you don't have anything else, I think we're good. We can wrap up spoilers. Yeah, that works for me. Uh, thank you so much for listening to the spoiler section. I, this was great. A lot of great explanation. I really do appreciate it. I don't think the movie does a go- good job of translating a lot of that stuff, but um, no. but it is good to hear it and to understand it, so I do appreciate that. We'll be back uh, probably next week with some spoilers. It all depends, but we'll see. <laughs> yeah. um, but we'll see you then. Bye. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com podcast. That's Indeed.com podcast. Terms and conditions apply.